0: Hello and welcome to Journey With Me, the podcast where the journey is greater than the destination. I, of course, am your host, Holly Harris, your journey girl, helping you to manage the middle. And so on today's episode, I just wanted to share basically an encore uh, presentation of a video that I did on YouTube called The Keys to Contentment. Um, And, you know, not everybody that follows the podcast follows me on YouTube. So I just wanted to share uh, this quick talk uh, that I did on YouTube that could be beneficial uh, in helping you on your journey. So without further ado, here is The Keys to Contentment. And so on, uh, last Thursday, uh, my episode was entitled Nevertheless. And what I did is I basically talked about, um, was candid about uh, something I had recently experienced in my life this Saturday before, where I was feeling frustration and disappointment as it related to my, the, my progress on my own personal journey. And so in the midst of that, God, you know, encouraged me. And so I just took what he encouraged me with to encourage the listeners with. And so this is something that definitely, uh, everyone can relate to because I'm pretty sure a lot of people have faced th- those frustrative moments. I've had more than one of those moments myself, to be honest. That was just the most recent moment and what God encouraged me with in that moment in time. And so I passed that on again to my listeners. And so what I wanted to do today was just come on and shoot a quick video just to piggyback off of uh, that talk, uh, that I had on the podcast and talk about the keys to contentment. Um, And it is so important uh, to get to a place of contentment, even in the middle of our journeys, even when we have not yet received all in which we want to receive, we can't live in a state of, well, when this happens, I'll be happy or when that happens, I'll be happy Uh, because that's no way to live. But we have to get to a place to where we can master uh, enjoying life or being content even when we have not yet arrived or received all in which we desire to receive. And so, again, I wanted to focus on some keys to contentment and to use as a scriptural reference Philippians chapter four. And so, but well, first of all, I wanted to define contentment. Um, and contentment is, again, the state of happiness and satisfaction. So I wanted to talk about some keys to contentment today uh, because it's so important in the middle of our journey, again, to be able to get to that place because if not, we're going to be miserable because uh, the middle is the part uh, where we spend the most. That, that is the place in our lives where we spend the most time. <laughs> and so if we can't get to a place where we can manage that, we will be miserable. So again, I wanted to present some keys to you just to help you on your journey. Um, we're in this life together. You know, as I'm helping you, I am helping myself because I am right there with you. But again, I wanted to use, as a scriptural reference, Philippians chapter 4, uh, and I wanted to initially start at the 10th verse, and it reads, But I rejoice in the Lord greatly, that now, at the last, your care of me hath flourished again, wherein and ye were also careful, careful, but ye lacked opportunity you know, contentment kind of laid out for us. Uh, First of all, we see that contentment is learned. He talks about here how he has learned in whatsoever state that he's in to be content, you know. uh, So as you go through life and you go through different situations or circumstances, you begin to understand as you go through them and experience victory, that when you're faced with it again, you learn that, okay, I went through that before, God got me through that, or this happened, or this came through, and so I know that it'll happen again that he'll be there for me again. If you go through something long enough or for an extended period of time, you begin to learn how to journey through it, how to navigate through it. And so you learn to be content because you realize that, you know, that happened before and it didn't take me out. I'm still here. And if it comes up again, I have the tools now to navigate that better. And so again, he's learned, he learned to be content. But what was so interesting is is as I stated here, as I stated before, so as you see here in this scripture, it also kind of gives us insight into what being content really means. Being able to find that balance in between hunger and fullness, in between abounding and suffering need. No matter what state you find yourself in, that you're able to still find contentment, that you're still able to abound, even if you're suffering need, that you're still able to be full, even if you're hungry. And just to give um, more clarity around that, there's a difference between being content and being complacent. And complacency, and complacency is defined as a feeling. Of smug or uncritical satisfaction with oneself and one's achievement. Okay, so as I defined, you know, being content before now, content was the state of happiness and satisfaction. But then complacency is a feeling of smug or uncritical satisfaction with oneself or one's achievement. So when you have been lulled into a place of complacency, there is a smug and uncritical satisfaction, you know, with yourself and with your achievements. You're no longer critical about, okay, this is where I want it to be, but I'm not here. How am I going to get there? You know, you're no longer, you have been lulled into a place of complacency, almost in a smug way, like, eh, whatever. You know, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But you're not in active pursuit. And so what Paul is talking about here is even in the uh, place of suffering need, being in in active pursuit, you know, he's talking about being hungry, uh, yet being full. You know, knowing how to be a base and knowing how to abound at the same time. Like, okay, you know, I'm going through this, but I know what God did for me before. So I'm full in that part of my capacity that, okay, I believe that this is going to happen. I have faith that it's going to happen. But then at the same time, I'm hungry because I am actively pursuing, you know, almost faith and works going together, you know, Um, but yeah. He's talking about, so therein lies true contentment, is being able to be happy with where you are in life, be happy with what you have achieved, but still be hungry for more, still be hungry for more of God, still be hungry uh, of your pursuit of whatever it is that He has placed in your hands to do. Yeah, so, but there is a need, you know, for balance in in that thing, and understanding, um, you know, the importance of being hungry and being full at the same time understanding you know and he says it there in verse 13 uh, i can do all things through christ that strengthens me and he's basically saying that christ is the center of all of this this is the center of the reason why i am able to balance this thing out he is the reason why i'm able to be hungry and full at the same time instead of just hungry and uh wondering how and why and when but i'm able to be full because i have so much trust in in the god that i serve i have so much trust in him that i have that fullness that he's with me, that he will never leave me nor forsake me, you know, and and that he's promised me something, and that he is a man of his word. But at the same time, I am hungry. I am in pursuit of him. I am in pursuit of more in life. And I uh believe uh to see that it will happen. And so, yeah, um, again, therein lies, you know. The contentment and 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 being at a place, and it's so easy to get lulled into a place of complacency. But be, but understanding how important it is to try and maintain that balance to so where you are full. You're like God. It's beautiful for w- what you've done in my life up until this point. But I desire to see what you said. I decide. I desire to become fully. you've called me to be and to fully see that manifest in my life number three i would say a key to contentment is the need to rearrange our priorities and let me go back to verse four and and dig into that a little bit verse four says to rejoice in the lord always and again i say rejoice are lovely whatsoever of things are a good report if there be any virtue and if there be any praise think on these things okay and so there is a need to rearrange our priorities rearrange our priorities slash number four redefine what success means to us i know you know in america you know there is a definition of success it's a house it's a car it's you know uh, 2.5 kids, the white picket fence, you know, all of the things, you know, a booming job, a uh, rich, you know, all of this kind of stuff. Though Those are the things that we have come to define success as. But this is saying something completely different. It's talking about the things that are eternal versus the things that are temporal. You know, verses four through eight, you know, they're not talking about the material things the things that are temporal. It's talking about the things that are eternal. So there is a need for us um, and, and all of its difficulty because it can be very difficult when you are hit with images in the media, images on a daily basis that are telling you what success look, looks like and what your priorities should be. It's very easy to get those out of whack. And I got to put myself in there too. It is, it's a daily, uh fight and a daily thing that you have to remind yourself of to stay focused on the things that are eternal to seek first the kingdom of god and his righteousness and allow the other things to be added it is so easy to get those things out of whack because we live in a world whose focus is the exact opposite and so rearranging our priorities, redefining what success really means to us, you know, and uh, getting in touch with the intangibles, getting in touch with the things that are eternal, you know, uh, and the things being eternal. Uh, which first, of course, is a relationship with God. And then, you know, what type of person do I want to be, <laughs> you know, at the core of who I am? What type of person do I want to be? What type of impact do I want to leave that goes beyond accumulating a bunch of stuff? So if we can find our way back to redefining our priorities as being on things that leave an impact, that leave a legacy, that are eternal, our relationships with the Lord, our relationships with those around us, our relationships with those in our family, how we love on them, the type of person that we are. If that becomes our focus and that becomes redefined to us as success, then we get, we are more likely. To be able to find, um, a level of balance in, in being content because then our focus shifts from things and it shifts to something that we can actually control. <laughs> I mean because you can control the type of person that you want to be. You can control, you know, the 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 type of uh, impression that you want to make. You can control, you know, um, you know, your relationship with the Lord when it comes to your pursuit of him. You can control those things, but when it comes to you accumulating stuff, You know, you can make the steps toward it, but you may not necessarily receive all in which that you want to receive, uh, especially when you're in the middle. You're you're not in, you know, you're in a place of building, you're in the place of becoming. So you might not have yet received, you know, those uh, material things. So you're less likely to be content as a result of that. But if you can find contentment in those things that are eternal, in your relationship with the Lord, in the type of person you want to be, In the type, the things that you can control as an individual, like, okay, this, when I step out into the world, this is how I want to represent God. This is how I want to represent myself. This is the legacy and the impact that I want to leave with every person that I come into contact with. Those are things that you actually have uh, some stake in, that you can actually make a difference in is how you show up in the the world and the type of impact that you want to make, you know? Um, And so, yeah, redefine your priorities, redefine what it means to be successful. I know in this world, you know, we want to have... Like I said, we would have all these material things, we want to be famous, want the world to know who we are. You know, meanwhile, we may be treating our family like trash (laughs) or the person right next to us, we don't see them because all we see is the masses or all we see is, you know, being grand and grandiose versus, you know, Um, being able to affect change in one person's world, you know, because when you change one person, you ultimately change the world because you change how they show up in the world and then they're going to change how someone else shows up into the world and then it becomes a uh, residual effect. And so... Redefining what success really means. It's not always the big audience. It's not always to be impactful, does not always equal a million followers. It does not always equal, you know, especially if you on the way to building. Now, I'm talking about being in the middle. Now, there should be growth, there should be all of the things. But at the same time, you you know what I'm saying, when it comes to when you're in the middle and you're managing and you're just getting started, you know, despising not the day of small beginnings, you're going to have to redefine what what success looks like to you. You're going to have to redefine that about one person at a time. And that's what I'm meaning by when it comes to managing the middle when it comes to redefining priorities, redefining success. Now, like I said, that does not negate the need for growth over time, but we're talking about being in the middle of the journey. So again, there's a need to rearrange priorities and to redefine success. And then finally, a um, final key to contentment is consistency. And let me read verse nine for that. Verse nine says those things which ye have both learned and received and heard and seen in me do, and the God of peace shall be with you. So there's a a need to not only to learn a thing, to learn how to, uh, to do all of these things, to rearrange priorities and all of that good stuff, that there is a need to not just learn and to receive and to hear, but to also do. There is a need to not just learn, receive and to hear and to even see in someone else, but for you yourself to do and to be consistent in doing. And if you do those, the God of peace shall be with you. So consistency is important when it comes to having a content lifestyle, whatever those things are, consistent in your relationship with the Lord, consistent in the things that he's given you to do, consistent in your growth and development, those things are key into you developing into a place of being content. Even in the middle of your journey and being able to be content while you're in the middle And in the place of becoming consistency becomes so important in order to get to a place of contentment. And so with that being said, that is what I wanted to, um, you know, just kind of piggyback and add to what I talked about on the podcast on Friday. So I hope that encouraged and blessed someone those keys to contentment. And again, it's a process, it's something that's learned. You're not always gonna get it right. You know, maybe this is something that, you know, not maybe, this is something that you have to revisit, probably on a daily basis. Because like I said, there is so much that is that are that's telling you the opposite of what I just said. <laughs> so there is such a need to remind yourself daily, you know, that give yourself some grace. This thing is learned. It's it's learned. You get to a place by learning um uh, this thing is learned it's not something that happens overnight it's a process to get to that place of balance to get to that place of being hungry and being full at the same time of abounding and suffering need at the same time Um, because so many times you know when we are hungry when we are lacking it, you know, the tendency is to wallow <laughs> and and not to be full and full enough to get up and to still continue going and can still still continue to pursue and to con- continue to still uh, do all of the things in which you have been given to do. And so, you know, maintaining that imbalance can be difficult, but it, you can do it. You can do it with Christ at the center. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And so that has to be the anchor that holds it all together. It's Christ who's able to bring you to that place of balance successfully. And then rearrange your priorities in this season of your life while you're managing the middle of your journey. Rearrange your priorities. Redefine what it means to be successful. You know, it's not going to happen overnight. You know, redefine what it means to be successful. Reach that one person, reach that next door neighbor, that coworker, redefine what it means to be successful. Rearrange your priorities and focus on the things that are eternal versus the things that are temporal. You know, you might not have all the material stuff yet, but what you do have, you have yourself, You have a life, you have breath in your body, you have the ability to impact someone. You have the ability to connect deeper with your heavenly father. Those are the things you can control and that you can concentrate on building even more in this season of your life and in your process of becoming. And then lastly, again, consistency. Those things you've learned, those things you receive, and those things you've heard, and the things you have seen as well in and, and those around you who you consider to be templates and to be one, ones in who are living lives of contentment and pursuing and becoming and developing. You know, those things you've seen do. Be consistent is so important when you're in the middle of your journey to remain consistent because that is the only way you will see the things that you desire to see unfold and be fulfilled in your life. So again, I hope that that helped someone. Uh, I know it helped me, it was a blessing to my soul. Uh, So uh, if you're not yet a subscriber of the podcast, I encourage you to go on Apple Podcasts or wherever podcasts are available to you. Go and subscribe, like, and share. All of the things I would love for you to be a part of this journey of becoming as we become together and share with one another and help each other through. So go and subscribe to the podcast. Um, There will be another episode on this Thursday. So uh, check it out. Um, Go and follow the podcast. We are on Facebook. Journey with me podcast podcast facebook journey with me podcast instagram or you can follow me holly harris well if you're seeing this you're already following me (laughs) so anyway thank you again uh thank you for watching it thank you for allowing me to stumble through and to to get through this with you and hopefully impart some wisdom for you on your journey. All right, I will talk to you later. God bless you. Have an amazing day. Bye.